how's it going beautiful people? It's me, Alexon, and you are tuned in to the morning show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, July 12th. On today's show, I don't expect council to, you know, just to toe the line for me. Uh, I respect the will of council, and that's what I'll live by without any problems. Tantramar Council met last night for their regular monthly meeting, and today we take a look at two of their decisions, including moving forward with two zoning amendments to make way for a six-story apartment building off Main Street in Sackville, and the rejection of a motion from Councillor Mike Tower to show support for the reinstatement of the province's Policy 713. We'll start off with the new Tantramar Council's first major planning decision. J.N. Lafford is one step closer to being able to build a new six-story, 71-unit building at 131 Main Street in Sackville, after Tantramar Council approved the first and second readings of bylaw changes to rezone part of the property and to change the zoning definition to allow for another 15 feet in height. The zoning amendments must now pass third reading at a Tantramar Council meeting, with the next regular meeting slated for August. The votes were nearly unanimous, with just one councillor, Bruce Finney, voting against. Finney told reporters after the meeting that he didn't feel the Lafford project would help solve the town's housing problem, and also hearkened back to a previous project proposal for the site in 2014, which also called for a zoning change. I voted no, uh, twice to Gordon Beale, twice. And to me, if I voted in favour of this, I consider myself a hypocrite. And that's one thing I'm not. Um, I told Gordon I didn't think it was the right place. I think it's beautiful, that heritage property. We should have had the heritage bylaw or policy back in place many years ago. But I just, I just feel that it's the wrong place. And Fiddy also cited concerns over traffic and road safety to explain his vote. It's going to impact that street tremendously. It's hard to get out, um, to get out of that area as it is when it used to be a Gordon Beale's property and they used to have the planning commission there and everything. It was difficult to get out of there then. What's it going to be like with all these 71 vehicles? Uh, I, I just I just feel it's the wrong place. I wish John the best because he does a great job and everything else he's ever built in town. But I just don't think that this is the right place for it. I really do. So that's just my personal opinion. While Finney voted against the proposed changes, all eight of his colleagues voted in favor. Councillor Josh Gogant told council one of the reasons he supported the project was its potential to revitalize the downtown. Our downtown core is dying and we have the power to help it. In recent years, we've had two major fires that left gaping holes in our downtown, resulting in various business closures without chance to rebuild, reopen. The proposed development will house 71 families, increasing the population close to downtown. These families can easily access what amenities are available by foot or by car. The housing crisis also featured prominently as a factor for those voting in favor of the zoning changes, including Mayor Andrew Black. There is an absolute shortage of housing all across this nation. And if we have an opportunity to build it in town, um, safely, securely, with uh, um, a wonderful build uh, that is supportive of the community, I think that we need to take, need to take advantage of that. 
Counselor Michael Tower mentioned both the Beale University nursing program and recent hiring at the AIL pipe factory as adding to the demand for housing in town. With all this pressure going on, we are going to have to find ways to build. We need developers. Who's going to develop where Joey's was? We need somebody to be able to step up there. Developers aren't rushing in. Maybe it's because of some of the roadblocks we put up. So I think it's time now that we put our faith in a developer, especially one like John Laffer. Towers said he felt concerns over the emergency access to the building and the suitability of the site had been addressed by Lafford. And we know from the past this man builds quality buildings in this property. So to turn our back on somebody who's invested so deeply in our community, uh, I think would be wrong. Councillor Allison Butcher pointed out that back when the Marshwinds Co-op Complex, which neighbours the proposed building, was looking for space to build, there was community resistance to their location. I also know that change is difficult. And over 30 years ago, there were many, many of our community members who really didn't think we should have a co-op housing in the area that we do. And now, 30 years later, everyone is quite thrilled that it's there. So I think that we need to move forward. Our community needs housing, all housing. Deputy Mayor Greg Martin also chimed in his support, noting that he received a a variety of opinions from residents to help him make his decision. Being new to council, uh, I appreciate the process that got us to this because at the beginning, I had no idea where and what I was going to vote, how I was going to vote. But I've had time to talk to a lot of people and some of my favorite friends at Tim Hortons have uh, given me opinions on both sides. Martin ultimately decided in favor of changes to make way for a new 71-unit apartment building at 131 Main in Sackville. Councillors Barry Hicks, Matt Estabrooks, and Debbie Wiggins-Colwell also voted in favor of the zoning changes, but did not speak to explain their votes at council's meeting. Council passed first and second readings for two different zoning amendments that will make way for the project. There's still one more reading to go before the amendments are officially approved by council. Mayor Andrew Black says there are, as yet, no special meetings scheduled in the coming month, and so the matter will likely be back before council for their August 8th regular monthly meeting. Tantramar Council turned down a motion last night that would have authorized the mayor to write a letter to Premier Blaine Higgs asking him to revert to the original Policy 713, an education department policy protecting the rights of LGBTQ plus students in schools. Three councillors voted in favour of the motion, Michael Tower, who made the motion, and councillors Josh Gauguin and Alison Butcher, with the rest of a council and the mayor voting against. Mayor Andrew Black kicked off debate on the motion by telling council he felt the matter was out of their jurisdiction, comparing it to the controversial French immersion program change proposed by the Higgs government last December. Tower rejected that position, comparing it instead to a health care issue. I understand where you're going with your argument, uh, but much like the hospital, when we were trying to close it down, we had to step up because it's the importance of the health of our Tantamar region. And just like this, we're attacking our citizens and the health of our children. And so if we can't take that as part of our responsibility and mandate, which we're elected to protect the, where we can the people of this town, then I think 
something's wrong. So I feel that this falls within our realm of we have to step up and talk. Councillor Matt Estabrooks spoke in opposition to the motion, saying he did not feel that he or council had the expertise to weigh in on the matter and that it would be better to wait until provincial child and youth advocate Kelly Lambrock completed his review, which is due in mid-August. I'd like to clarify that I would also be speaking against this motion if it were asking Premier Higgs to continue with his proposed changes. I feel we must respect the legislative process that has been started on this topic. Councillor Allison Butcher, who also runs a daycare that is located in the Tantramar Regional High School, voted in favour of the motion. I'm not an expert by any any realm of the imagination, but I, I do know many students that this will, if it follows through with the changes, will adversely affect. And I don't think that we should ever stand by when um, possible damage is being done to our children. Butcher did comment that she liked Estabrook's idea of waiting for the Lamrock report before sending a letter to the Premier, but Tower countered that, saying he didn't trust that Higgs could be swayed by any report and that waiting would give up the opportunity to send a message. So if we sit back and let a process go through, and then it goes through, and then we've sat back and not done anything where we could have at least made a statement. Before council voted, Mayor Black chimed in one more time to say that while he didn't agree with the provincial government's changes to the policy, he felt that jurisdictional issues trumped that. But I want to make it clear that I am not happy with the changes in this policy. I don't think that it's right. I really don't. I have three, well, two kids in school, one who's going into school, and um, I am happy to say that my two kids who are in school currently are very accepting of everyone who goes to school. Um, and have friends who struggle uh, with identity and have seen it firsthand. And I think that, that, that what is being proposed, uh, well, sorry, what has been proposed uh, in 713 personally, I believe, is not acceptable. Um, that being said, uh, I, per, I also believe that this is not something that the municipality should get our hands in as far as a jurisdiction. In the end, councillors agreed, and the motion was defeated six votes to three. After the meeting, Councillor Tower said he was disappointed in the result, but respects the will of council on the issue. I don't expect council to, you know, just to toe the line for me. Uh, I respect the will of council, and that's what I'll live by without any problems. Tower also pointed out that despite the changes to the policy, recent motions from the Anglophone East School District Education Council mean that the original policy 713 will be in force in Tantramar area schools come September. What I'm really encouraged by is the fact that at least the school boards are all saying, we don't care what you say, we're going to live by the original policy. And I think that's the most important part. So I'm encouraged by that. That's Councillor Mike Tower speaking on Tuesday night after a meeting where Council voted down his motion to write to Premier Blaine Higgs in protest of the provincial changes to Education Policy 713, which protects the rights of LGBTQ plus students in schools. That's it for Tantramar Report for Wednesday, July 12th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Chris.
Craig and you're all listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here is your CHMA weather update for Wednesday, July 12th. Today we can expect a mix of sun and cloud with a 30% chance of showers later in the day. A high of 28. The humidex is at 34. Tonight, partially cloudy with a 30% chance of showers in the evening and a risk of thunder showers clearing overnight. A low of 16. For Thursday, sunny in the morning and early in the afternoon. Then a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day and another chance of showers and a high of 28. The humidex will be at 33 degrees. Thursday night clear with a low of 18. Going into Friday, sunny with a high of 29. And Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 27. Slow Pitch Season is here. Take part in Co-Ed Slow Pitch Pickup every Thursday night all summer long in Sackville. Join others at the Chester Cole Memorial Baseball Field on Dufferin Street each week between 7.15 and 10 p.m. Anyone 16 years or older is welcome and no experience is needed. The Mount Allison Wellness Center is now offering a gender-affirming care clinic on campus and has extended its service to the wider region. Now, any resident of New Brunswick or those with other provincial health coverage seeking gender-affirming care can be referred to the university's wellness center to book an appointment. Appointments are available bi-weekly on Tuesdays throughout the summer at the Mount Allison Wellness Clinic with virtual options available. For full details, visit mta.ca and search for gender-affirming care clinic. Amelia, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Welcome back. Welcome back to the late morning show. It's currently 9.14 a.m. and I'm your host, Craig. And yeah, I'm going to take you down to 10 a.m. So I've just got a couple of local announcements. A couple of local announcements are uh, Sackville's year-round Saturday morning. Farmer's Market is located at its summer home in the Bill Johnston Memorial Park at 64 Main Street in Sackville. Stop by every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. for your one-stop weekly show. Shop, enjoy locally grown and raised meat and produce, try some delicious international prepared foods and check out some handmade jewelry, soaps and artisanal products. You'll find something for everyone. For a detailed listing of the vendors or if you'd like to become a vendor, visit facebook.com forward slash Sackville Farmers Market. So yeah, just just go go to the Sackville Falls Market um, Saturdays from 9am to 12pm so yeah and then we have a free community peddling so making weekend plans why not consider spending a day at with Atlantic Paddle Kayak and Canoe Rentals located at Lila's Fawcett Park in Sackville Atlantic Paddle is thrilled to announce free community peddling days on Wednesday July 12th and Monday July 17th from 7 to 8 p.m. Save the dates, gather your crew, bring your ID, and get ready for an incredible time. For more information, call 506-588-9608 or visit their Facebook page at Atlantic 
paddle. So that is happening uh, today, July 12th, Monday, July 17th. And yeah, great, great things are happening there. So currently 9.16, let's jump into some music and I'll be right back. So coming up is When I'm Gone by Johnny Orlando and Ali Getty. You showed me 
Have you ever wanted to take part in a murder mystery event? Someone has murdered George Roberts, and your help is needed to find out who did it. The Campbell Carriage Factory Museum in Sackville is excited to host a murder mystery night on Thursday, July 13th at 7 p.m. to search for clues and determine who the murderer is. While you're there, stick around for some spooky refreshments. Admission is by donation. For details on this event, visit Tantramar Heritage's Facebook page at facebook.com slash tantramarheritage. Welcome back, welcome back to the morning show. It's currently 9.25am, it's currently 9.25am and yeah, what a great show we're having, what a great show we're having, lovely, lovely songs that we have and yeah, we just listened to Why by Luna Ao and before that we had Big Mistake by Lavish and uh, before that we had When I'm Gone by Johnny Orlando and Ali Getty so wonderful wonderful songs that we had there so we have many many um local announcements and some happening today so we have new turns at Tantrama and Padberg in Port Elgin are offering a free youth hangout and make your own pizza evening on Thursday July 13th at 5pm all high school age youth are welcome and there is no cost if you need help with transportation to Padvac at 12 Church Street or you like to reserve your spot for this event or future events contact Michael at 506 4820 that's 506-229-4820 or check him out on facebook at michael u-turns that's michael y-o-u-t-u-r-n-s on facebook so yeah that's just one of something that's going to happen tomorrow and we have the meta mystery event that was just announced by amelia which is tomorrow thursday july 13th at 7 p.m thursday july 13th at 7 p.m which is lovely wonderful wonderful things that are going on here and then we have we have Curb Germain, Curb Germain Nature Center in Bayford, New Brunswick, is offering a variety of day-long summer camps for kids aged 6 to 12 throughout July and August. Each Friday camp will offer a different theme, such as By the Sea, A Green Tomorrow, and Mad Science. Camps start on Friday, July 14th, so this Friday, July 14th, and runs through August 11th. Spots are limited, so register soon at curbjermain.ca. That's Cape J-O-U-R-I-M-A-I-N dot C-A. That's Cape J-O-U-R-I-M-A-I-N dot C-A. Curb Jermaine dot ca can register there so yeah 
some great things some great things are happening in in Tantrama and yeah coming up coming up next is Good Life by Otis Kane and Clay um, right now at 9.28 and you're still listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sakfu New Brunswick It's almost hard to 